What is up, parents? Welcome back to Teenager Tuesday. If we had a song, I think it would go something like this. Teenager Tuesday on the Parent Podcast. That's great. Yeah, that's something like that. My <laughs> name is Elijah Keck. I'm the student pastor at the McKinney campus. And with me today is none other than Kira Watson. Kira, how you doing? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing, I'm, I'm living my best life. It's great. I love these podcasts. And I love what we're talking about today. We're talking a little bit about purpose. And uh, I'm excited to get into this. We're going to have uh, three weeks of this where we're going to be talking about different parts of purpose and how, as a parent, you can help instill purpose and, and show purpose in your student's life. And I think you can bring a lot of good insight to this. Uh, and, and and hopefully I can too. So uh, we're going to dive into this. But I know that as students are going into school and they're getting back into life, I think it's I think it's a good time to kind of focus a little bit and focus their minds on like, hey, what is your purpose yeah. and what is your purpose? And uh, I think consistently and simply just helping your student grow in their God-given purpose. And it's easy as adults to see purpose in ourselves. It's like, we're adults, you know, we have jobs, we do this, but it, man, it starts, it starts earlier than that. And so helping our students see that in themselves is a big thing. So today we have three, three ways that you can help See, help your students see the purpose in the now, like right now in their life. And so uh, I'm gonna start off with number one to help them, first off, just help them embrace their purpose, helping them embrace their purpose. I believe that all of us have an ordained purpose in our lives. Mm -hmm. uh, and I think it, it's, it's there's simple purpose and plans, and then there's, there's things that are hard to see. Um, but simply, you know, Romans 8, 28 says this, and, and we know that for those who love God, all things work together for good. For those who are called according to his purpose. I think we're all called according to his purpose, right? We have, we have a purpose with God in terms of who we are, but also, you know, what he's designed us to do. Yeah. And I, I think all of our, really our, it, it comes down to this is the great commandment of, of going out and, and showing love to all the world and making Jesus known in our lives, through our lives and, mm -hmm. and, and to, to our world. And so that's a simple purpose that you can help them embrace uh, in, in a, a lot of different ways. Uh, do you have any thoughts on that? How to, how, how to help somebody embrace that God-given purpose in, the, in their life? Yeah, I think the first thing is I mean, we're we're ta we're not talking about identity. We're talking about purpose. But I think yeah. the first thing is knowing who you are and knowing whose you are is the most important thing. Yeah. When it comes to knowing your purpose, and I think you you hit the nail on the head with God has plans for everyone, and the greatest commandment the greatest commandment is to love God and love others. And so, how hmm. can we do that on a daily basis? Um, yeah. What with them, that's school. Yeah. What friends can you show love to? It's an easy mission mission yeah. field, honestly. My my parents did something really good. When I was a senior, I kind of started late on this in terms of, you know, actually living it out. But uh, my parents would ask me, they would have me encourage three people every day. That's so and I would write it down in my little journal that I had for school. And I would just write names down. Okay, I'm going to talk to, to Kara and Sarah and... Barra, I don't know. <laughs> I would write them down and say, I was going to encourage them, but I would just go do that. And it's a simple way to say, okay, if I'm not doing a lot of stuff for God, what are, what's, what am I doing? Yeah. You know, what am I doing to live out my purpose? And those small things made such a big difference in my life and helped me open doors to people who are hurting, but also, you know, show people that, man, this is who he is, not just in church. So that's a really easy way to do it, but also just asking them about well, how's your day going? What, you know, what, what are you doing? Mm -hmm. You know, as a pastor, I ask that question all the time. Cool. 
you're a Christian here, but what are you doing at school? Yeah. And a lot of times it's like, I don't know. So uh, it's a great way to, to gauge where they're at. Yeah, but, school yeah. is huge. Um, okay, let's go into number two. Help them uncover God's purpose. So we kind of talked about this a little bit already, but um, the biggest thing here is they aren't missing something. I feel like students <laughs> now a lot of the time have such big FOMO and they're, yes. they're afraid of missing something. And I think that can trail into the fear of missing their calling, the fear yeah. of missing their purpose. Like I'm, I'm on this world for a purpose, but what is it? I don't know. How am I supposed to find it out? And so the biggest thing for you as a parent to say is you're not missing something. Like you're not going to miss God's purpose for you. Right. And, um, so, I mean, we say this a lot. We've said this um, many times at movement camp uh, on a Wednesday nights, but we aren't archaeologists of our identity, or we are archaeologists of our identity. We're not architects. Yes, so I love that line. God is the architect. We're just the archaeologist uncovering what God has already built, what God has already designed for us and for our lives. And um, I think it's interesting now because, I mean, students have to pick what they're going to do for the rest of their life in like sixth grade. Yeah. <laughs> and for so real, um, I think for them knowing that they don't have to know every single step of the plan, God already has that laid out for them. They're just uncovering it one step at a time as he reveals it. So, yeah. What I like about that is like, it's the idea of like, you know, they don't have to build anything. It's not them saying, okay, now I'm going to be this type of person. I have to build these things in my life. It's Un, like you said, uncovering who God has already made them right. in their own life. And it's way easier to to hear from God if you're listening for him to to, to move stuff out of the way in your mm-hmm. life, you know. Uh, that's the easy thing. And I think uncovering God's purpose, that's a big thing. And identity kind of, it, it's not the same as purpose, but it definitely goes hand in hand with purpose. Is like, like you said, knowing who you are is a big part of identity right. and, and purpose. So uh, the last one is this. Uh, I think a big part of the now for your students is prayer. Prayer is powerful. We we sometimes forget this in church, and I would say especially, yeah, you know, at, an, at a non-denominational church, sometimes it's really easy to to miss out on the power of prayer. Mm-hmm. We use it almost as a wish list or just something that's a, to check like a checkbox of like I'm a Christian, I'm a pray tonight, and you're like, dear God, help me, Amen. <laughs> um, instead of actually praying and, and, and learning what it's like to have community with Jesus. I, I just listened to this guy and he talked about how he stopped praying like basic prayers, like in terms of like, God be with me right now. God. And instead he just, every time he thinks about prayer, he prays in his mind throughout the day. That's instead of having good. to make like a specific type of prayer, yeah. he's just living in prayer. And I think that's a really cool idea. Um, but I think teaching our students how to pray. I try this as a pastor, obviously, but I know this, that Pastors can only do so much. Small group leaders can only do so much. Parents really lead the way. Mm-hmm. I think, I can't remember what the number was. It was like 90 something percent of our students said their most influential person in their life was their parents. Yeah. Which, you know, it's it's crazy to think about because like you spend, they spend a lot of time with teachers, a lot of time with coaches, a lot mm-hmm. of time with everyone, but they spend the most time with their parents. Right. And so, parents probably don't feel that influential either. They're right. like, they don't listen. <laughs> yeah. But especially spiritually, like you guys set the tone for your students. And so, um, that's by example of like how you guys pray and how you live your life. Like, don't be surprised if you don't live your life out for Christ and your students aren't doing it either. Yeah. Because that's how it, that's how it works. Uh, but same with prayer. Like, don't assume that your students know how to pray. A lot of adults don't pray either by themselves or even out loud. Mm-hmm. So, um, 
we had to, we have to teach them how to pray and, and what that looks like in our lives. And so first step is have your own prayer life as a parent. Pray. I mean, prayer is so powerful. Pray over your students, but also it's okay to let them see you pray. Yeah. It's okay to let them see you pray. I forget what the song is. It's by uh, uh, Brandon Lake sings it, um, but it talks about, uh, I'm talking to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And he talks about like this, the story is pretty much, he walked in to seeing his grandma yeah. praying yeah. over him. And then his kid walked in seeing him pray over his, his son. And so like, it's just this generational idea of like, this is what prayer looks like. Um, but it's beautiful. And Jesus had to teach his disciples how to pray. Like the disciples that were following him were like, why does Jesus pray so much? What, how, or even how does he have so much power? Teach us how to pray. And this is what he says. This is Luke 11. Yeah, a lot of you will know this. It says, one day Jesus was praying in a certain place. When he finished, one of the disciples said to him, Lord, teach us how to pray, just as John taught his disciples. He said to them, when you pray, say, Father, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come. Give us each day our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, for we also forgive everyone who sins against us. And lead us not into temptation. So even Jesus like broke it down for them of like, hey, first step, right? The first step is saying how holy God is, right? That's easy. The second step is is simple. Like make my life more like heaven. Yeah. Third step, God, give me what I need today. Like breaking down the steps of prayer, it doesn't have to be a specific prayer, but it's showing them an example. So help your kids with that. Ask them to pray, but also pray with them. Show them what it looks like to pray, even if you're nervous about it. And we have we have three simple steps and how to teach students how to pray. Kira, what are those three? Yeah, so one of the first things is pray through scripture. Um, I think an easy thing is to pray through the Lord's Prayer. You know, yeah. we, we do that sometimes as a church. And I think it's such a huge thing as a parent, as a family unit to pray through scripture together. Um, so that's number one. And then number two, just like you already talked about, be the example, model that for them. Yep. My parents, I'm so thankful that they modeled that for me. And anytime I had a nightmare growing up, I would go into my parents' room like <laughs> most kids do. And yep. my mom would just pray over me and she would pray that I would have better dreams, that God would intervene into any bad nightmares that I would have. And so I remember seeing my parents pray over me and pray over situations. And that was so impactful for me personally. Yep. So that's number two. And then number three, consistently pray with them. <laughs> be be with them. Pray not just for your meals. Pray over their situations and over their circumstances. If they're struggling, finding friends and finding community, pray with them over that. Yeah. I love that. Uh, I think that's a big thing. That's kind of our last thing. We're going to obviously go into way more purpose stuff uh, next week. So make sure you tune in next week to get more, even more tips on on identity and purpose and, and your life and in your students' lives because it's such a big thing. But yeah, pray, man. These are, these are three easy things. Embrace it, uncover it, and then pray and seek that from God. It's a really easy thing to do as a parent, but I think really the main idea is this. You set the example, your students will follow. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's, it's pretty easy. And I believe that, that I believe that every parent listening to this, every parent who is involved can, can do it. And that God has something incredible from you through, like through you to your students. Yeah. Uh, it's, and it's an incredible thing too. So I believe this, that you can do this. You are not alone. God is with you. And so are we. We'll catch you next week.